Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It doesn't right. freeze as thickly. Yeah. Thick, thickly? Yeah, or thickly. Girthy. You need a girthy freeze. Right. I'm saying you don't get the depth of freeze, and then the next year it's easier for it to melt away, and then it doesn't come back. Weather and annuity talk brought to you by <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy weekend! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we got a big, big... Weekend show planned for today. Of course, getting ready for the Buckeye game. Buckeyes in Maryland today. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Is, is this, are we no, airing it's tomorrow. This? Game's tomorrow. Does this air? It airs uh, via podcast. Oh, there it's not on the air? No. Yeah. All right, we'll just scratch what I just said. I thought we were on the air. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, hey, podcast <laughs> listener. How you doing? I like how we, we actually prefer you to the... Like people listening, just driving around on Saturday morning well, who don't course. know what to expect. No, you actually sought this out, and we appreciate podcast you. Podcast listeners the best listener. That's what I'm saying. They're invested in this. We're yeah. thrilled that it's you as opposed to having to pretend like it's for everybody at 10 o'clock in the morning on a granny, Saturday. Granny turns it on on Saturday morning. What is this? I wanted Buckeye pregame. Oh. If you knew the amount of complaints we get on the weekend because of this replay of the show, when it's not expected by people where they drive around like, how dare they talk about whale penis? And it's like, well, sorry, you weren't listening yeah. three to six. That's when we usually do that. We we let that leak into Saturday morning. Sorry. It's been almost 20 years of tasteless whale penis conversation. <laughs> now, here's hoping fair, for another 20 more. Whale penis was more of a recent development. That's been no, in the last sure few we, years. No, I'm sure we've mentioned uh, the, whale the penis The equivalent before. of whale penis. I just think we spent way more time on it recently. That's okay. what I'm well, saying. I think we should. We should. We should talk about it well, more let's, often. Let's think about this it's for a second. It's the largest penis in the world. How, are, how old is the Earth? Millions. Billions of years. Billions of years old. Billions of years old. The biggest thing to ever live on planet Earth lives now. Yeah. The blue whale. Yeah. Is the biggest living thing ever. Ever. And we're alive with it. Why wouldn't we mention how big its schlong is? <laughs> That's we, history. It's uh, biology, too. Right? Yes, I mean, it's, it's it, it covers a lot of bases. It's everything. All right. How you doing, Teddy? I'm fantastic. What's coming up on the show? Oh, hey, we did. Whale re- penis. We did talk some sports. We recapped the Buckeyes win over Indiana. That's a shame that you That's put a- that in there. We should have <laughs> left it more on the whale penis side. Well, Bone, he did tell us all about the soccer coach who liked to sniff himself. That's right. We got into so, scratch and sniff. Actually, he would sniff if there was the oh. whale penis in front of him. <laughs> he wouldn't know how to control himself. He wouldn't know what to do. No. You're right. Common man, you told us all about your the fun times you had at Disney World. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we had some interesting topics that we talked about on Wild Card Wednesday this week. 
Yeah. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend starts now. Whale penis. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big program today. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. You're back in it. I have a, a story for you. Do you? That I've Yes, I've purposely not told you this story yet. Oh. I, 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 we talked a little bit about your, uh, your time off. It I was did not cut hear... short, went to Disney last week, mm-hmm. had the Harry Kane down there. So the Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Sure. So we cut the trip short, but I did manage two days down at Disney. One mm. at Epcot, one at the Magic Kingdom. And uh I almost got arrested at the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> what? You want this I, now you, or I mean I don't I don't know that I can wait much longer to find out because we've you came in the office today four hours ago. We talked I know, I purpose, about a lot of things. I, I purposely did not tell you this no, story. No, I'm, I'm, I'm I ready. want your honest reaction okay, to I this. Okay, I need to hear it. All right. First of all, if Timmy Hall were in this situation, he would have been arrested. Okay. He would have been arrested get this. and jailed for a significant period of time. So What you're saying is uh, whatever is about to unfold here is something where Tim would not have been able to contain himself. You did contain yourself. So it enough. all went down on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Okay. Are you familiar with this ride? Uh, you're on a boat, right? And they have yes. Yo-ho, they're singing that's animatronic where, figures. That's where the movie came out of. Was sure. this ride? Yes. So you're on a boat. On this boat, there are I think three or four rows of seats per okay. boat. Sure. And they usually take one family per row. Makes sense. So we we're there. There's people in front of us, and there's people behind us. We're in the middle of this boat. Okay. So we've waited. By the way, we went to Disney World at this time because I'd been there in November before, and it was empty, and it was beautiful. This was the most crowded I've ever experienced at Disney World. So you're waiting long lines for these rides. So we waited 45 minutes in this Pirates of the Caribbean ride. 45 minutes, right? That's a long time. Well, we wait 45 minutes, and... And you finally get up there, and it's like you've been chosen. It's like, here we go. This is it. This is this two-minute thing is going to be worth the 45 minutes. We were right. just waiting in line. So we get in this boat. The woman and her group behind us. You know, the, the ride is loud. Yes. Right? I mean, there's yes. cannons firing. There's songs being sung. This woman was not going to be stopped with her conversation. Really? For the entire ride. And it was the most ridiculous, just screaming this conversation about her husband's fantasy football team and about how she's buying advent calendars on eBay and how she doesn't like red wine. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was comical. So this is a thing that I've noticed at sporting events that happens, and it I'm sure happens in all walks of life. It seems like sometimes when someone is maybe a little on edge or nervous or whatever, they feel the need to like have any conversation just to fill the silence as opposed to just letting the thing happen. Right. Where but you're, like on, in this case, you're, you're on, on this attraction, ride. have the 45 minutes of talking in the line. Yes, You've waited 45 minutes to get to this point. I've got a five year old minutes. next to me. Who's right. never seen any of this before. Yeah. Just be quiet for two minutes. Watch the ride. But instead and get back and she's be done talking about advent calendars on eBay. Yeah. And my daughter's looking at me like, what is this part of the ride? Is it? No, this is just a loud mouth. Behold behind us. <laughs> And I thought at some point she would just shut up as the ride went on. Mm. Never shut up, right? Mm. So I got this dirty look on my face, but 
you know me. I'm you not. Don't, you don't want the conflict. I don't want the conflict. I come in here every single day. I have a microphone in front of my face that helps me get out my rage. But in everyday life, I don't want to get into uncomfortable situations with people. Mm. It's not worth it to me. So instead, I just sit there and I seethe. Yeah, I get it. And you and you bake in that. You, yes, you, I'm giving my wife dirty looks. In it. And, yes. You know, I'm enjoying none of this, and this woman just will not shut up. The entire ride will not shut up loud. So the ride ends. I get off the ride. Kristen shoots me a look like, don't say anything. And I'm not going to say anything. Right. There's no point. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do? It's over. Clearly, this woman has no self-awareness in her life whatsoever. So me saying something is not going to fix that. Mm-hmm. All right? She's a 40-something-year-old woman who doesn't understand other people's personal boundaries. The guy in front of me in the boat Mm -hmm. did not have the same philosophy as me. Oh, no. So the ride stops, and he starts screaming at this woman. Why can't you shut your mouth so that we can enjoy the ride? Um, All right. I want to tell you right now. I'm stuck in the middle of this boat. We have not gotten out of the boat yet. I don't even know what is about to happen beyond this point, but I'm not at the Disney World with you when this happened. I'm listening to you say it. When you said that guy turned around and said whatever he said to her, my BH is all clenched now. We're like still I'm 100%. In, and I'm trapped in the boat I'm because clenched, we're, we're, and I'm lined up. Up. we're lined up trying to exit. Oh, no. Right? So I got no. nowhere to go. No, you're you're stuck. Now I'm you're stuck. in the argument. You're I'm not even it. wanting to be well, in the then, argument. And then she starts yelling at him, why don't you mind your own business? It is my business. Oh. You ruined my ride. Blah, oh. blah, blah. And so he starts looking at me and he says, you back me up. No. Because I'm in the middle. No. Right? No. I'm in the middle. He saw me shooting dirty looks to my wife, so he thinks I'm on his side, which I am, but I don't want to get involved in this. You have a I'm long history. I'm pissed off, but I want to move on. You're a, you have a long history of neutrality, much like Switzerland. I mean, I'm upset, but what am I going to do about it? Nothing. Right, nothing. And I just sort of said, yeah, what are you going to do? You know, I... Right, and, I, and I'm stuck do? in the middle, and they're fuing each other. Oh gosh! On the ride, oh. other people on the ride, like like the staff is coming over saying, "Can you please quiet down?" At one point, both of them stand up oh. in the boat. No, so I'm still sitting. Oh, my five year old's looking around yeah. with my wife saying, "What? What is going on? What yes, is happening?" Of course, I'm still sitting. They're screaming at each other over my head. Ugh. I stand up to try and defuse the situation. Oh, gosh. Okay? And, oh, somehow, so bad. Somehow in this, the woman starts screaming at me. Why? Even though, because I'm there. Because you right? stood up. Because I'm, I'm there Maybe? and I stood up and I'm trying to quiet them both down because we're making a scene. Not only have we ruined all of our experience in this boat. Yes. Now we're making a scene for everybody else. Right? God. So I'm, I'm trying to quiet people down. She shoves me. What? Because she can't shove him. She can't get to him. She shoves me, this uh, woman. This is frustrating. And this then, is terrible. This is so bad. Kristen stands up then. Oh, no. No, Kristen, please well, because don't. this woman shoved I, me. Well, no, I get it. And but- she said, take your hands off my husband. Right. All of a sudden then, oh, like Lord. the Disney police come oh. to this. Oh, they have Disney police? Well, they have the regular staff, right? And then when the staff doesn't 
know what to do in the situation. They call like Disney mall cop guy. I like to picture that it's like Pooh and Tigger. Just like Tigger I just wish comes it was. bouncing I would put my up face in the jar of honey. <laughs> so then they just throw the honey on you and bees attack you. That's Paul what they Blart, do. Disney comes up. Yeah. On his segue. To try and uh, defuse the situation. They're both still yelling at each other. And I looked at the guy and said, I am just, I am in the middle row here and I just want to get the hell out of here. Right. I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with any of this. But then they had to like question all of us. Oh God. Oh. So I had to, I had to say what happened and this is what happened. And then finally we were allowed to leave, but I thought they were going to put me in Disney jail. Allowed to leave. Why? Why can't you? Cause they got the stories. They yes, realized that we didn't do anything. Just leave? Just, I don't, I refuse to participate. Don't you have that? You complete the I, fifth. I don't know. You complete the fifth they in could, a real court. They could also just throw me out of the park. In Disney jail, they could just no plead the fifth? I didn't want to get thrown out of the park. Oh, you're right. So I'm cooperating. I think of that. It's private property, of yes, course. Yes, of course. I'm cooperating. They're operating under their own system over there. I'm telling you right now, if Timmy Hall were involved oh. in this, he would be arrested for murder right now. <laughs> I could see Timmy murdering the guy. I'm surprised you oh, didn't yeah, no, murder yes. the guy where the guy is like standing up and you're like, everyone here feels the same way, dude. As much as I'm sure the person behind you who is being annoying and loud. Oh, I hated her. That's pr- sure. I still every, do. I everyone hate her. probably hated her, right? She falls down today. But also everyone probably also is like, let's just not do this. Let's part ways with this person because you were you were seconds away from deleting that person from your life forever. Yeah. You will never see that person again. You may... Never run into them again in the whole course of human history. But that guy standing up means now you have a longer interaction. And I I would be more mad at the guy. Like, as much as you're annoyed with the person behind you, I'd be furious with that guy. Like, we were almost out of this hellscape that we stuck in for the last two minutes. Please let us exit it and be done. Instead, he prolonged it. Well, that wasn't the only thing, too. What do you mean that, that was wasn't a, the only thing? It was a thing. bad day. I, had an, I was sucked into another situation. I am... I wow. was na- there was a okay. hit and, there was a hit and run at what? the Magic Kingdom. What? Well, it wasn't a hit and run. It was a just a hit, and then <laughs> and then yelling. Oh boy! All right. I'll well, s- you know what? I'll part, save that too for the four o'clock hour. Oh my! How gosh. about that? What are we doing? I'll save that for the four o'clock Tune hour. Tune in next time to see if the Dukes of Hazard can get out of this pickle. And you wonder why I am the way I am? No, I because I'm in these situations. I said this last week. I said. No doubt at Disney at Disney World, there is a chance that Mike is running into whatever the equivalent is there of the woman with the meat snacks under the wig. Yes. At the movie theater. And I, I don't know. It's an aura. There's just some sort of aura that surrounds me that attracts these people. And somehow it it, it gets I don't even know what it is. Why does, does that guy stand up and do that if you're not there? If you're not there, maybe that guy's just, maybe he's the one doing your thing. Well, going, he thought he, I was on his mm-hmm. side, which I was. Yes. But I didn't want to get into a rumble about it. Right. You just wanted to leave yes. and then talk leave about it. and curse her behind, forever. Yes, right. Exactly. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Buckeyes beat Indiana 56 to 14. Uh, you know, offense got back on track. You had that super windy day at Northwestern still. You'd think you could just line up and run the football to death, but they couldn't really do that. But we saw a passing game get back on track, and I want to get your take on that. Maybe this is too hot takey. Okay. Maybe I should call my friend Dan Orlovsky with this <laughs> uh, hot he's, take. He's very measured and reasonable in all things. But, you know, we're talking about 
C.J. Stroud, and rightfully so, had five touchdowns in this game. Uh, he will be in New York for the Heisman ceremony. Probably at this point, the front runner, right? I, yeah, I mean, according to all the gambling websites, he is, and I would think he still has the inside track as of right now. All right, maybe this is too hot, but I feel like he's the second best player on this team. Oh, I, dude. If you weren't going to say this, I was planning on bringing this up, that I have witnessed one of the greatest players to ever. I was at the game. I saw that catch. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player on this team. He's one of the best players I've ever seen he in is, Ohio right. State. He is the best receiver in college football. He is the best player on this team. C.J. Stroud is a very good quarterback, and he may make a lot of money on Sundays in this league. You know, and everybody talks about his preparation and and how good of a teammate he is. All of that is fantastic. And he's made some terrific throws. Marvin Harrison Jr. is perhaps one of the most special talents I've ever seen wear scarlet and gray. That is not an understatement. Well, and I don't overstatement, I should say. I think that I don't think you're saying this, but just to clarify this, I don't think anyone here is trying to say C.J. Stroud is bad or overrated. I'm not saying none of that. The, the problem is, unfortunately, in the way college football or the way football in general is evaluated these days is, is your team good? Great. Why is that? Because they have a great quarterback. End of discussion. Of Come why to New York. Great. The right. end. Right. And it's like in the Heisman ceremony, CJ Stroud is going to be the guy that's the finalist from this team. And he is going to be the one that gets to go there. But make no doubt about it. Like you, you have truly a special player in Marvin Harrison Jr. That that is unlike many Buckeyes we've ever seen play here. That catch he made, which I think everyone knows what I'm talking about, along the sidelines where he got the foot down. So we were sitting, my buddy Steve got me tickets, invited me to the game. He has season tickets. He invited me, and I am eternally grateful he invited me because I got to witness this in person. I will never forget this catch. But that catch he made along the sideline, we were sitting in the closed end of the shoe, and I'm watching it in real time. It was coming towards us. And I... I saw the catch and I saw what looked like his left foot go down out of bounds. And I saw maybe he barely got his right foot in. And I thought, no way that's a catch. And then the referee immediately standing right there, looking at it, had his eyes glued to it, calls it a catch and awards. And I'm like, what the, how, how they're going to review this. They're going to overturn that. That sucks. I can't believe that guy missed this catch. And then they showed the replay in the stadium. And it is unlike Mike, many of the times I can recall, I very few times I can recall being at a live sporting event where the entire place, it was like, we all suddenly understood physics. We were like, Oh, I get it. Okay. Like, like something eternally not understandable had just been revealed to the entire stadium. Everyone would goes, Oh wow. And then everyone is like, Holy bleep. I can't believe what I just saw. And everyone started cheering this delayed, weird, stunned cheer. Unlike many times I've ever been there, just just an amazing catch that he made. The awareness, the the balance. How do you get your foot in? I, I how don't do you know. Even, how are you I flexible enough to do that? It's, it's incredible. It's one of those things where, you know, you and I have discussed this before, where the old line is, and it's a stupid line. I know why we say it, but it's stupid. If you work hard enough, you can achieve anything you want. Right. right. It's stupid. Right. You can't. All right. You can go out there. You can have the same measurables as Marvin Harrison Jr. You can have the same pedigree as Marvin Harrison Jr. with a father in the Hall of Fame. You can go out with the jugs machine every damn day. That awareness that he has, the ability to know where he is at all times on the field, I'm sorry. That's inborn. 
Well, it, it's there's it's nothing even, you can do to practice that. Beyond that, it's also just some. No matter what amount of work you do in life, there are just some people who are incredible and who are gifted beyond anything that you can work to achieve. Right. In this case, in in playing football, in and he has put in, I'm sure as much hard work or more than anyone, right? A lot of people talk about his work rate too and how great he is. He obviously had a a great dad who can give him all kinds of advice. They discuss this. They break down film. He's not good by accident, right? He put in tons of work to not waste the potential that he has, but you're right. Like some people just start with a, a higher floor of what is inside of them. Like that is intuitive. I think that's the way I would describe that play. That's intuitive. No other way to describe it, but it's just unbelievable what he was able to do there. And that's not, it's not like he had that one catch and then everything else just was kind of meh. Like he has put together an all time type of season for this team. Oh, and and when you factor in that everybody on the defense knows that he's going to get the ball. Yes. And they can't stop him. No. Look, Jackson Smith and Jigba had a fantastic season last year, right? Right. Fantastic year. But you also had other big-time threats on that field for most of the season. You had some injuries sprinkled in there with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. But those guys were very good players. The defense had to account for them at all times. In the room, all right, Buckeyes are getting ready for Maryland this week. They are looking at one guy. They are looking at Marvin Harrison Jr. They're saying, how do we stop this guy? Guess what? You can't. They won't. He's guaranteed going to beat you next week. Guaranteed. I, you, you can game plan all you want. He is that good. And dude, this is the other thing too. Like, right. I, I don't even know what you're, what we're supposed to do with this information, but it should be noted that if he were eligible to come out this year, Oh, first top, round pick top five pick top, top 10, 10 pick, pick at minimum. No question about it. Like that. This, no question about it. So, I mean, and, and who knows? I, I just, I have, very rarely have I been this stunned by a live performance in front of me. And it, that, that catch was certainly it, but he's just, he's just a tremendous player. We've watched all these games of him this year, just continually showing up and playing great. He's almost at a thousand yards for 10 games into the season. He's got 960 plus yards receiving and 11 touchdowns. Is that, is that all right? Will that, will that work for anyone that is? And that's on a offense, by the way, that has not, I know what you're saying about, Chris Olave, first rounder, Garrett Wilson, first rounder. Emeka Buka is a really good receiver. He he may eventually end up being, you know, a first round type of talent, right? I mean, you you have guys on this team who are good, but they're not they're not at the level that he is in this regard. He is one Nobody of the is in he's college one of the football. Best, he's one of the best college football players I've ever seen. But yeah, that performance was was certainly something. Common man and T Bone weekend. Do you want part two? Of the Disney trip story. Oh, yes. All right. I'm ready to hear it. Let's so I go. I told you in the three o'clock hour how I was almost arrested <laughs> by the Disney police. And for those who missed it, you can always catch it on the podcast. Go subscribe wherever it's you get free. podcasts. Go get it. Yep. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll find it. So, so this is the same day in the Magic Kingdom. Now, anybody who's been to Disney World, you know it's it's crowded. Yeah. There's people all around you. There's not a lot of casual strolls by yourself. There's people all around you. So it's busy. Everybody's sort of walking in unison. I am walking. I have my daughter next to me. Kristen's on the other side. And on my left side is a 12-year-old girl, 12, 13-year-old girl who is walking with her family. Okay. We're all sort of walking in the same direction, keeping the same pace. 
all of a sudden, this guy in a scooter, this old guy in a scooter, runs into this 12-year-old girl's heel and ankle. Violent collision. Her heel gets stuck in the wheel of this scooter. Gosh. She buckles over in pain and sort of yells. Right. And I turn around and look at this guy. And this guy's probably in his 60s. He has such an angry look on his face. And he starts yelling at her. He yells at a 12-year-old girl and says, what are you doing? Angrily at her. And you know me, I don't like to get involved. Right, right. right. But yeah, but it was it was it point. was natural instinct. I yelled at him and I said, She's walking. What are you doing? Right. And then her dad starts coming over and yeah. yelling at the guy, and the guy is indignant that he couldn't control the scooter. I said, Fine, well, you can't control the scooter. Apologize. Right. What are you yeah. yelling it's at her accident. for? It's an you, accident. You've hurt this girl. Yeah. You you screwed up. Not trying to hurt somebody, but that's where you take ownership of it and just say, oh, gosh, I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. Jeez, I'm an no, idiot. No, his natural instinct is to start yelling at her. She's yeah. just walking. She didn't stop all of a sudden. I was walking right next to her. Jeez. So, then, so I'm yelling at the elderly in a scooter. <laughs> no, 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 you were not. Because just like any other people group, right, you're yelling at a person who's old. Not every old person is like that guy, Right. That one guy just happened to be an idiot, and he probably was an idiot when he was 20 and when he's 60 and when he's 100 if he makes it. He'll be an idiot then, too. So right? that was all on the same day. He's yelling at people, getting in fights on Pirates of the Caribbean. This, is, uh, this was quite the trip. And, so then- and then we had to cut the trip short because the hurricane's coming. <laughs> so I got to book a flight two days early and get the hell out of there because oh. I don't want to sit there. And- what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in the room for two days? No, I know. Kill I know. Now. I know. I, I, yes. And then you got to try to explain to a five year old hey, we can't go outside, even though the park is right there because there's weather happening. And that would suck. Yeah, I get it. That's no, she took it like a trooper, though. We, we told her we got to cut, cut this short. We got to go. And she, you know, said, I understand. I'm sad, but I understand. Right. So now it's all she talks about is how much fun she had well, and, and daddy screaming at the pirates. <laughs> Because she thinks she got scared. Well, yeah, Because, of you know, this woman's yelling at me. She's pushing me. Kristen get, is getting upset. So, of course, the kid is in the middle of this getting scared. Well, that's the thing is when adults act like that anywhere, it's bad. When you act like that at a place where there's a bunch of kids around, you're now adding into the kid's psyche your own idiocy, right? When these people are fighting and yelling and all that stuff. Well, what's that's weird just, about it, too. That's so is bad. that, you know, the woman who was, who was just a loud mouth, her whole group, all adults and the uh, guy and the guy in front of me who was all pissed off, all adults. We were, oh, the, only were the only one, one with the kid. We were the only one with a kid on the ride. That's again, no shame to any of if you. If you're if that's your thing, you like going to Disney, that's fine. But I always I, I saw this going around like a few. I don't know. It's probably last year. People posting and saying like. Hey man, Disney is for adults, dude. Stop making me get out of the way because your kid is there. And it's like, whoa, hold on, time out. If you're a Disney adult and you like that and that's your thing and this is how your family or your you know friends or whatever, this is your big thing, I let you live. That's totally that makes sense. It's a nice place to go. It's supposed to be a let's big not, escape right, from all the but other. Let's not forget the original intention. Right. The intention is for like when you were a kid. 
you would have been going there for the first time, and that's supposed to be a magical experience. All these other times are fun and cool and neat, but they're not maybe as magical as the first time when a little kid goes. Let's not try to ruin the time that the kids are having. I also I have the same problem, and again, I have no problem. I like to have a drink here and there myself. You know that. I don't necessarily think the place to get plastered is, is Epcot, right? Yeah. Like I get the doing the, the I've had a, I've had a couple beers at Epcot. It's nice. You walk around, there's all these different restaurants. There's a different little, it's hot out. Yeah. You refresh yourself. Yes. M- maybe a six year old's first memory of the magic kingdom should not be you vomiting in a trash can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just keep that in mind. I'm not judged. Like, Go back to the hotel, go do whatever, or go to the bathroom and puke if you have to. I'm just saying, try to remember where you're getting drunk speaking, in that moment. Speaking of puke, here's... By the way, I, I packed a lot of misery into two days. I bet you did. So one night we went we went off property for, for dinner, got the rental car. That is a good Disney term, off property. I like that. Well, you know what I mean. I know what you mean, because I said it too when I was there. It's like, oh, that that's off property. I don't know if I want to so do that. So I you know, pull into the spot of this restaurant. You know, step out of the car right into fresh vomit. Oh, no. Someone had vomited right oh. there in the parking lot. I step right into fresh vomit. And I told Kristen, I said, I'm never leaving the house again. <laughs> you want to go on vacation? <laughs> Fine. You go on vacation. I'm never leaving the house again. Like, I, I, again, this is the difference between you and me. I had, we had our big family vacation over the summer. We go out to Seattle. And, and I ended up staying in a place where I walked out to the, they had a, a, upper the top of the the building had a patio 40th story where i look across on the one side and there's the the uh space needle yeah and i go oh i guess we don't we we have space needle view of puget sound and seattle and all that i look to my left and i can see mount rainier two hours away perfect sunset crystal clear night i'm up on a rooftop patio drinking a beer life is grand you go to Disney well, World and you have puke shoes, yes, people screaming at you. You also were on the subway with a grown-ass naked man. Well, that's true. On that's your trip. true. We did end you up. You saw at, a grown man's schlong on your and, vacation. And I didn't even have to pay this time, which was truly a pleasure. But no, I no, you're right. We did go to Seattle and we got on the mass transit. And as we're waiting for the next train to come by, there was just a dude wearing a backpack only. And it was a fashion choice because I thought at first the guy might have been you know, disturbed or, or going Bone, through something. He was disturbed. I get that. But what I'm telling you is this man did not show up there and go, Oh my gosh, my clothes. Like this was not that situation where he was like strung out or something. This was a person who came for a reason. There was a protest. He was, I don't know what the protest was of, but he was protesting did something. He throw some porridge at the Mona Lisa too. No, he didn't <laughs> climate activist, but someone came up to him and was like a, a police officer came up to him and was like, and they were nice to him. They were like, Hey buddy, come on. You can't do that. Let's just, let's go back to wherever your clothes are. And, and he goes, why what's wrong with my body? Are you saying I can't have my body on as clothing? And they were like, yes, yes we That's are actually saying. saying that. That's the so law. this dude. And it was one of the most ballsy moves I've ever seen. Oh, hey, ballsy, yeah. He goes up the escalator how do most people go up an escalator facing the direction the escalator's going in this case would be up. So your back would be facing us. Nope. What he did was looked at the police officers, <laughs> put both of his hands out and then proceeded to go up the escalator backward. Like Jesus Christ descending to the heavens, except this Jesus Christ is wearing only a backpack. Mm-hmm. It was quite the scene. So you're right. I did have a couple moments like that, but what I'm telling you is that guy didn't then go vomit on my shoes, get into an argument with me and try to fight me. You had that experience, which was, Way more upsetting. Yeah. 
So I get why you have the aversion to going out. I tend to have good I'm never, experiences. I'm never going out again. Right. I would, and I would travel every weekend if we could. Like, I would fly oh to a new city. God. I would go to different places. I'd love no. it. You, I get. I, but I get why you're like that. So I, uh, I, bad, I say that now. You've had bad experiences. And then uh, in May, I'll wind up back there. Oh, you got it. Well, you got to finish the trip. Got to finish the trip. We didn't work in Animal Kingdom or uh, what was the other one that we missed? Uh, the studios. Studios. What's, yeah. What's the studio. MG. Gotta, no. Got to do that. Whatever Hollywood studios. studios. Hollywood. Whatever they're called. Yeah. Is that where the? That's where the Star Wars stuff is. I'm sure you're bummed that you didn't get to do that. Love Star Wars. <laughs> Love it. You. You are a big fan. Samantha loves Star Wars, even though she's never seen it and has nothing, no really? idea what it is. Well, because some of the kids in her class wear like the Yoda stuff. Oh, yeah. So she loves the baby Yoda stuff. Watch, watch the original she's one not, with her. She's she, not ready for that. I tried to watch E.T. with her. She was freaked out. Oh, well, yeah. She's not. If E.T. freaks her that's out. That's what I said, because I was talking to her about Harry Potter, and I said, we know when you're older, I think you're really going to like Harry Potter. Well, my friends watch Harry Potter. I said, you freak out at E.T. We can't watch Harry Potter. But try watching E.T. again. Maybe she'll get through it. Tell her, like, this is the portal to Star Wars and Harry Potter. Well, she got to get the through pro- E.T. The problem is, is that with stuff like that, I'm usually the one that says, well, it's okay. It's all right if you're a little uncomfortable. Let's sit down. Let's watch this together. Mm. Right? Yeah. And if you're scared, you could just hug me. Nothing right. bad's going to happen to you. But then her mother's like, she's scared, and then runs to turn it off right away. Oh, why, I got she, why, why are you making watch it? She's scared. It's okay for her to be a little uncomfortable. This is how she grows as a human. But my wife has to leap to the rescue. Well, you know what? I get it. It's it's an adjustment for everybody to watch your kids go through the scary stuff. But you're right. I, you, I want my kid to see a naked guy on the subway. <laughs> Take a look at that. That's your future. You're going to have to touch that at some point in your life. <laughs> well, better thanks. a stranger than me. Not the touching, the looking is what I mean. Because I, I remember looking at my what mom naked. No. No, no, on, not the touching. Did you go on a lot of subways when you were a guy? No, when you were touching. A kid? Okay, gotcha. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Uh, we have, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we have. Huh? You got in my head earlier. You know exactly what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> We have shamed. shamed. We have shamed someone. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You've gotten in my head. I'm sorry. I hate you. I I hate hate you right back. No, I hate you. I did nothing. Much. I did. You did everything. I saved you from an oncoming train. Save me from anything. I did. Now my brain won't stop. (laughs) We have shamed Gene Smith into submission. I saw Mm -hmm. this today in the Dispatch. Uh, He has now warmed to the idea of playing a playoff game at Ohio Stadium. Oh. What Has a shock. You know, anyone he, been yelling about that on the local radio he, station? He talked about, you know, I don't know, we can't play there. We got to play in the Hoosier Dome. It's too cold. We don't have the plumbing or the pipes. Here's what Gene had to say. The more I've listened to my colleagues and considering all the issues everybody brought up, I'm fine with playing on a campus site. He said, when you look back at the mid-December weather over the last 10 years, it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you know? It's, yes, we. I want to say, as someone who was at the Indiana game this past weekend. Yeah, where it was cold. There were 100,000 people in there, and 
I didn't see any huge issues. Sure, there probably was something I didn't know. There's probably a toilet that backed up somewhere or a faucet that didn't work. But in general... Yeah, the place is 100 years old. The place opened and closed, and there were not, like, giant news stories about how it wasn't winterized and everyone had a miserable time. It gets cold there and rainy sometimes. Occasionally, it gets frosty. That can happen. By the way, that could happen in a week and a half, could it not? You could easily have 20 degrees and snow. It's happened before. Right. So... What are we talking about with it's not winterized? We play games in this time well, of the year, you know what? which if, functions like winter. If you're concerned with, you know, keeping the water running longer than it normally does during cold temperatures, then pay the money to winterize the place. I'm, I'm tired of hearing that Ohio State doesn't have any money. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, We're going to talk uh, about the field turf they have in a, in a little ah, bit. Yes. But I'm, I'm just, I'm so tired of... All these big checks we hear about, and they run this operation sometimes like it's rinky-dink, and it drives me nuts. Well, you know, and this is something that Ohio State, they have created this own problem for themselves, haven't they? By, like, on, you hear these phrases of, like, well, well, that's really expensive. I don't know if we can afford to do that. going to be tough to squeeze that one into the old budget. And then you go on their Twitter handle, and then the next thing they have is, like, we've got drones in the locker room. And it's like, here's a laser light show to announce the football yeah. team Hologram running on the field. Hologram Woody Hayes is going to be on the field, but we can't get the plumbing updated. What are we talking about? I mean, I, I'm glad that you're taking costs into consideration, but maybe you don't have to have, like, ELO doing the intro for coming onto the field as opposed to, I don't know, making sure that the the – the facility is up to snuff for whatever you're trying to do. If it's winterization, then fix it. I like how Pay ELO the money. is where you went. I was just trying to you're think of show somewhere. You're to the they... Michigan game, and Jeff Lynn is going to be there <laughs> waving at you. Would they not have a good laser light show at an ELO concert? Yeah, they would be, yes. They'd be fine. Okay. How was Alan Parsons' project with the laser lights? Because I associate that with being very laser lighty, but that's because I think of the Chicago Bulls. And I think of the song being played when they intro yeah. the Bulls, which is really not know. indicative of how those concerts may have gone. I have no idea how I those would have went. I have no idea. Okay. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. All right. Gene Smith says he's open to the idea of home site playoff games now because he talked to his colleagues. You know what that means? Ryan Day said, hey, dope. Playing in 20-degree weather gives us a big advantage. We're not going to pass that up. I know a lot of people said, well, maybe he wants to play in the Hoosier Dome because Ryan Day wants to play in the Hoosier Dome. He can run his offense. Ryan Day is not dumb, all right? Ryan Day is not going to go in a climate-controlled area against the Hillbilly Southern team when he can play at home in 20 degrees. Did you see what they were doing in Fayetteville this weekend? No, I did not. All right, this is Arkansas. It was 40 degrees. They were drinking hot soup on the sidelines. Drinking soup? They were. They were drinking chicken broth. Why? Hot chicken. Because it was so cold. And they're all, we need to have chicken broth. And we had to deal with the cold temperatures. It was 40, (laughs) and they didn't know how to do anything. You bring them up here when it's 20 degrees? And Oh, yeah, and like sleet and sideways? They'll get get off the bus and then go right back inside. I love it. They won't know how to deal with any of that. Why would you give up that advantage? I don't know. But I also know that there's a lot of guys who play at Ohio State that I was watching this past weekend against Indiana where it was cold and snowy and gross. And those guys, I mean, tons of guys, nothing underneath other than the regular old, I got shoulder pads, I got the jersey on, no no like long sleeve anything, no long pants underneath the socks, nothing. They were like, it's we're a out pride here. thing for those guys. Yeah. 
And then you bring in guys coming in from, you know, somewhere in the SEC, and every one of them is going to stand in a parka. coats on. Yes, that's what we want. We want the advantage. God, I hope they draw. I hope they get Alabama up here while Nick Saban is still coaching in one of those games so he can be miserable like he used to be when he was at Michigan State. But then I don't want to think about what he did at Michigan State when he played Ohio State. I don't remember that game. In Ohio Stadium. I don't want to think about that at all. I don't remember it. Okay. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. A glimpse of all the meaningless conversation from the past week. Oh, this is your lucky day. Now back to the stupid. By the way, Mike, we missed a pretty big anniversary today in Blue Jackets history. Well, they're doing the reverse retros tonight. I, th- you know, I don't know if they're doing them tonight. I know they have them for sale now at the team store. I saw that tweeted out today. Um, but on this day in 2005, the Blue Jackets acquired Sergei Fedorov. Oh, yes. My friend Sergei took some time away from macking on 15-year-olds in his creepy van to come play for the Blue Jackets. Mm. Did That's you know right. that Sergei had a van dealership? Did you know that? I'm... I th- I'm thinking I'm vaguely aware Hello, of Hello, this is Sergei Fedorov. I want you to come to my van dealership. You want white van? Net problem. That's Russian for no problem. You want blue van? Net problem. You want van that look like ice cream truck? Net problem. I put you in good ride. You put on sunglasses, cruise around the new Sergei van. The 16-year-old Zartisha, that is girls in my country, will be throwing themselves at you. They say, take me to America. My father is drunk. I have no blanket to sleep. I am tired of being beaten and sleep on cold concrete floor. My brother has cleft palate, and I need to pay for operation. Anyway, no credit for you, no down payment, not old enough to drive, yes, problem! The first five people to mention the commercial get one of my teeth for free. Remember, when you think van, think Sergey. Sergey Fedorov is in no way advocating the kidnapping of middle school-aged girls. What you do in your van is your business. Sergey Fedorov is not responsible for any legal fees or criminal charges you acquire when using your van. Bus driving is drunk driving. You want to bomb Poland? Net problem. I like that he's giving away teeth as part of the promotion. That's a limited time offer. Unless he's just got an infinite supply of teeth. I mean, that, that is a while supplies last situation. People have asked me, why do you say that about Sergey Fedorov? Go look up when he started dating Anna Kornikova. And then you tell me. That's not as, I mean, that, no, I shouldn't say that. That is as bad as, and worse than, wasn't it Chad Johnson slash Chad Ochocinco? Well, he was just making that up. I though. remember he was, but who was the. It was Kate, uh, who's married to Kate Justin Upton. Verla- Kate Upton. Yeah. yeah. He he said that he dated Kate Upton and he gave a, a year it's like, well, she would have been like 16, dude. So let's hope you didn't date. No, Kate they Upton did not. Then. He just made that up. Right. It was just, I don't even know where that came from that he said that. But Sergey Fedorov did, in fact, start dating Anna Kornikova fairly young. Uh, where was it? Because he was already, he was already playing professional hockey, Sergey Fedorov. And I want to say Kornikova was 15 or 16. Yeah. Yikes. Bad. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is probably also, like, toeing that line, right? He probably checks for ID Well, I was, when you get on the yacht. I would hope so. 
Now, all I know is that's a, it's a good thing that we have passed this line in society where it used to be like, Oh man, this guy who's like in his forties is dating like an 18 or 19 year old college student. And people would say used to be, they'd say good for that guy. And it's like, now we all rightfully go, ah, that's weird. That's very odd. Well, you know, what's actually just come out. I think in the last couple years, uh, it was previously thought that they just dated Sergei Fedorov and Anna Kornikova. Okay. But I think it came out that they were actually married for two years. Oh, and, wow. and nobody knew they were married. Okay. They were married and then got divorced. Jeez. I had no idea. Anna Kornikova, by the way, who is married to Enrique Iglesias now, right? What's his name? Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I was just wanted to make sure you got it right because you called him like en- Enrique Inglasius. Whatever. Something. You were not. I didn't sure. say Inglasius. Okay. You weren't. You weren't sure on that. She is still fetching. How old is she now? She's like She's in her forties, right? Yeah, I think that that sounds about right. Good for her. Good for her oh, for seeing her way out her. of all that, and yeah, let her live. I hope she's doing him well. And, him and Enrique, forty-one, having beautiful sex together. Beautiful. Do do whatever you got to do. You have to assume. You. Just beautiful. You assume it's beautiful. Oh my god! What I'm if just it's, looking at pictures here? What if it's awkward? Like what if she's th- in a gold bikini and Maxim? Okay. Oh okay. my god! Are you gonna be all right? Are you, are you okay? Oh, this is uncomfortable now for me. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Cause I didn't know this was going to take this turn. I was just, I thought we were just going to talk about it. Now you're sitting here thinking about Anna Kornikova swimsuit issue. Look at that. I will say, um, look at her. Who is the actress that, uh, what is her name that played Topanga? Danielle Fischel. Right now, Danielle Fischel at the time when she was on boy meets world. I was a boy and I thought she was, was the most boy. attractive girl that was out there. Everybody had a thing. Being a similar Topanga. age. Daniel Fischel is still a woman that I say, yes, very attractive. That's fine. She's doing great. She's no Anna Kornikova. Says you. I haven't it seen says Anna. me is right. Okay. I haven't seen Anna Kornikova. Hold though, on. So. I got to click on this. I, I don't want to log into Graham. This is I'm what the show a, is I'm become. looking for a current picture. We've become evil, bald Colin. The entire show is well, just you, us talking about Instagram you, no, hot don't, girls. Don't put that on evil, bald Colin. You are you. You are who you are. That's who you yeah, are. Usually I cover it up. I understand. Right. Okay. I'm seeing a picture of her. Yeah, she's still she's still very attractive. I, I don't like the way you said that. What do you mean? I just I don't think you're as impressed as you should be. I'm about I'm, Anna Kornikova. I'm very impressed. No, I don't but you think just, you are. You just dismissed Danielle Fischel like she's not even attractive. Her. No, and I'm I saying, no. At the time, she's no Anna Kornikova. No, that's you. ridiculous. To you, that's to human beings with eyes. Different strokes for different folks, my friend. All right, I'm just saying, Danielle Fischel, Teddy, does it for me. She's I didn't say she didn't do it for me. She I, does it for she me. She walked in here right now. I'd give her the time of day. But Anna Kornikova? <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to give her. The, what? Okay. Time of day. Thank God. That's Teddy, are you looking at these recent photographs of Anna Kornikova? I'll have to check them out. Yeah, right? See, Ted's oh, just. Oh, man, I can't look. My wife will yell at me. I'm going to look at the Instagram. Hang She's on. very attractive. Your attitude. What do you mean? Don't no, like we his should attitude. Be, we should be what? shutting down what? the show. Why is everyone dedicating the show? Why is everybody to Anna Kornikova? We should be shutting down the show. Everyone has to share your opinion. We should be of sitting hotness. down at the dinner table and talk about the Sedin twins and Anna Kornikova. <laughs> hey, honey, how was your day? Great. Did you know two identical brothers were Hall of Famers in hockey? 
Mm-hmm. And had the same stats for 17 years with the same and team. Anna and look is still at hot. this picture. Look at Anna Kornikova now after she's squeezed kids out of her nether regions. <laughs> look at her. Look at her. All right. That's fine. I'm just saying. They squeeze you, anything. They cut them out. Okay. She's not. There's no squeezing for her. I don't even they understand. They cut them out. What and is, she had a tummy tuck. What is the discussion we're even having at this point? By the way. Hot women don't give birth like that. There's what a special that, hot woman hospital. Mean? No, there's a special hot woman hospital where they go and they got the plastic surgeon on staff and they're tucking everything and they're doing stuff. There is no way this woman gave birth the regular way. I'm telling you, I'm I'm seeing current pictures of Danielle Fischel and All right, well, let me look she's at that. doing she's doing great. Look at that. This is good go radio. ahead. You what well, you go ahead. I'm not. Why are you trying to say that I'm hating on Daniel Fischel? Because I not. got the, I got the vibe that that's what's happening. No, over it's here. not the that's not right. Yeah, that's the vibe. That's what I'm getting. Where is she? I'm just saying. She just had another kid, too. Good for them. Good for these very, these people who like to have lots of kids. How old are these people? I don't know how old Daniel Fischel is. She's probably in her mid-30s, late-30s. She's the same age as Anna. She's She's 41, 41, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Same age. She's older than me by a year. Great. Yes. And you know what still, she, she still looks, you know, there are some people, when you look at their photo as a kid. Right. You're like, oh, I've, you've changed a lot. Yeah. Then there are people who's like, you look like a grown-up version of you as a kid. She looks just like herself as a kid. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely got, you can tell, you know instantly who you're looking at. I agree with you. She's, you know, looks like a woman, obviously. She looks like a woman By the way, to me. have you watched any of the Fuller House lately? No. Did you I watch any of it? off now. Well, I mean, have you checked in on any of those episodes? I thought What's-Her-Name went to Gak. <laughs> Great American country or something. <laughs> yeah, Candace Cameron Bure. Candace Cameron she hates did. gay people. Well, what? <laughs> whatever. She said she couldn't. The Hallmark Channel, apparently, there's too much uh, hedonism going on there. It's got to go to a real company where they value things. You know, Hallmark Channel. Well, whatever. Anyway. No, Hallmark's, no, no. No, no, she moved on from yeah, Hallmark Hallmark's, to Great American yeah, Country because she said that's a real. Hallmark. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a real. What are they showing now on the Hallmark Channel? Like bloody horror movies? Is that what's going on? I don't know. Anyway, I wish they were. All I know Horror. is <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure has a double life. I know she's an actress. That's the that's the gig, right? But like you hear her talking about great American country. I got to go there. They've got family values. I value family values. That's where I want to be. I'm going to make my little drink a cup of hot cocoa movies for Christmas time. That's all well and good. Then she goes on, you know, the Netflix show Fuller House, and every other episode, it's like what her and a that? dude making out. Oh man. I th- there's a lot what, of... Th- what, is she getting naked? I mean, she's not an quite. actress, Bone. No, not quite. I'm just saying. Talk about family values, and then you go out here and you just... Oh, it's a job. I, it's a job you don't have to take. Is she doing? Is she not doing well? She's got to pay the bills. Oh, got to pay the bills. What Pavel Bure's money just all burned up in a house fire? Is what she happened? Is she married to Pavel or the other one? Oh, yeah, I is forgot. Valerie? Oh, right. It might I be think Valerie Bure. Valerie right. doesn't have any money. She's making money. Maybe he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have any money. Play the NHL. He's, not, he's, he's not got the money. Sedines. She's got money. Get out of here. The Olsen twins haven't had to do oh, anything for 20 twins. years. And they've got money. You know what they're She's doing right now? She's on the same show as them. Heroin. Probably. That's not, that's, I don't know that. I don't know that I'm going to say Olsen twins doing heroin. I don't. I'm and not, a 70-year-old dude I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say any of that is what I'm not going to say. Wasn't one of them married to like a 70-year-old or something? Uh, something like that. Something I know. Like that. Wasn't one. One of them was definitely around when Heath Ledger kicked it, right? Right. I think that they was were doing thing. heroin with him. No. <laughs> God. 
Just had a just had what a are couple, you afraid that just had a couple Bud Lights. Michelle Tanner's going to sue us. What's yes. the matter with you? I actually am very terrified of any lawyer she could afford. Because that lawyer, let me tell you something right now. Oh, that lawyer has negotiated. That lawyer, out of the radio station. That lawyer has negotiated some deals for the Olsons throughout God, the years. I hear it was the Olsen twins that killed Common Man and T Bone. Oh, <laughs> what a start! We would go out legends, though. That would be a thing. We would be legends I if that heard, happened. I heard T Bone was riding Topanga when he got whacked. <laughs> when he got whacked by the Olsen twins. I just. I'm impressed with the setup that you just came That's up with right there. That's a good right punk there. band name, Riding Topanga. <laughs> no, it, no, it's not. Put that on the marquee. Nope, you don't Sold get, out tonight. They won't sell out any Riding shows. They Topanga. Get, they'll get banned from lots of venues, I would guess. That would probably be what happened. Yeah. I just want to focus on Danielle Fischel. Riding Topanga with opening act Monster Magnet. Oh, yeah. Good. Great. Look at this photograph. That's not them. It's no, I band. know. I know. Okay. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Didn't you defend Nickelback as being good? They have moments. I I haven't seen them. What if the only way you can ride Topanga is if Nickelback <laughs> is playing? Chad Kroger is in the corner commenting. I just, I don't know why this is the image I've got is that she's a velociraptor and I've thrown a saddle on her and we're like, she's like morphed into velociraptor and Chad I'm in Chad Kroger Park. is in the corner with his perm. Hmm commenting on what you're doing. Well, he's, he probably has like a giant bathroom that you can play baseball in. That's what I've that's heard, he, exactly that's what right. I've heard he's has. That's so right. there you go. We're, yeah, and all in the shower. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Oh, hold on. I think I feel something. Oh. Oh, hello, T-Bone. Hello, Queen. I How are you? I am so excited for the start of the World Cup. Mm, I bet you're excited for well. England. Yep. I'm excited for the football portion of the World Cup. Not too excited that I can do my two favorite things. Get drunk and hang out with the gays. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like to hang out with the gays. I, That's I very good. Them. I love to hang I out with everyone. I agree. I believe by share before I came in here. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. Bone, I know you like Brazil. I, I am rooting for Brazil. I know. I picked them to I win. I hear all. I see all. Did you know that in 1968, I took a tour of Brazil? I see. I was 42 years old. Did you riot at a soccer stadium? No, I did not. Okay, I was good. well behaved. Good. The natives gifted me with a yellow thong. <laughs> when I first put it on, I wasn't quite sure what it was. I thought it was some kind of flossing device. But then the Duke said to turn it around. I, I had it on backwards. I see. I would still put that thing on once a year for the Duke when he was alive, although I still preferred to wear it backwards. I, I never really have looked at flossing the way you look at flossing. Oh, it's erotic. I, got, I see. Good for you. Bone, you're yes. excited for the World Cup. Of I'm excited. We all should be excited, right? I feel like you're missing the boat on something, Bone. What am I what am I missing the boat I'll on? I'll tell you what. Pickleball! No, no. Yes! No. The no. Duke and I play in a league in the afterlife. Oh, do you really? Do you, yes. Do you need to stay active in your are you elderly in the active in the afterlife? Or uh, are that's you... that's confidential information. Oh, okay. I can't tell you what Because it's the game that what's el- going like, on. typically I think of as elderly people playing. No. But you're not elderly All now. All people. All people. Okay. Just yesterday we were playing in a doubles match with Alfred Hitchcock and Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> what? I didn't know those two would 
You know what? They're fast I, friends. I guess so. I guess you make some great movies. You, you make some great cinema one way or the other. You get along. That makes sense to Alfred me. Alfred Hitchcock, strangely enough, still too much touchy pee-pee in the afterlife. Oh, that's no good. I was a thrilling back-and-forth affair, but I must admit... The Duke and I took them down. Did you? In Pickleball? Oh, That's... I haven't that had that good of a time since Lee Corso put on the Syracuse Orange mascot costume and rattled my headboard, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, well, Corso's still with us on our side, so That's I assume that... That's what you think! Oh, okay. All right. Is the uh, orange mascot, by any chance... Is that a turn on for you? Oh, I love a big orange ball. I see. <laughs> I bet. You think it's a fruit? Mm. I and do. And it has, has some juicy nectar inside of I, it. I understand. Did you he wear also did likes you wear... it when I wear the thong <laughs> backwards? <laughs> World Cup is coming home to England. Bye bye. No, it's not coming home. They're losing. Sorry, Queen. England's going down. They're going to lose to the U.S. on Friday next week. I don't believe I asked I, for your I'm commentary. Going, they're going to. They're going to lose. I'll, I'll make a bet with you right okay, now. Okay, go ahead, Queen. Let's make a bet. If England brings the trophy home, brings the World Cup that's, home. That's fine. I will reanimate myself for one day. Oh, great. I will punch out of my golden sarcophagus. And I'm going to show you who's boss. <laughs> I'm going to bring that yellow thong back to oh, life. Oh, you know what? If they win, I will be rooting You're for it. I can't wait to see it. You're going to see the crown jewels <laughs> on full display. I bet I will. I don't know that I... All right, bye-bye. All right, take care. Enjoy your sarcophagus or whatever you called it. Whatever you said. Uh, it's good to hear from the queen. I'm glad she's doing well in the afterlife. Yeah, what, I, what happened? I can't. I don't know. You blacked out, and the queen started talking about pickleball and flossing. Speaking but of not pickleball, in the way you would think. I watched almost that entire thing last night. You did the celebrity pickleball. I'm so disappointed on in you. CBS. I boycotted out of principle. Uh, Why? What did you think? How was it good? No, it was stupid. It's terrible. It was right, stupid because it's a dumb game. Played by children, and that's who it's made for, and now adults have co-opted it. You know, I, next, I wouldn't mind the next giving big it a craze, go, The next big craze is going to be the parachute game where we all stand around in a circle and fling a parachute up in the air. That's going to be the next game we do. Go buy that league, Kevin Durant. You know why I did like it, though? Now, why? Do you know who was doing why? color for pickleball? No, I didn't. Some early onions. Oh, really? Bill Raftery. They got Bill Raftery to yes. do it. Nice. He's doing color for pickleball. And you could tell he didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm sure he didn't. He's probably like, I thought when you said pickleball, I thought you were just joking and saying we're going to watch basketball, but you just came up with a cute name for it. He's probably mortified that he had to call that game. What happened to his career that he's got to be on pickleball? Uh, they had all the big guns out for this. <sighs> Why? Stephen Colbert was the uh, host. Oh, God. Will Farrell was playing. So is this Emma Watson from Harry I've, Potter? I think I now there. understand how the world works. Looking yet again. ravishing. She probably was. She has I'd... caterpillars growing on her face, though. Eyebrows too thick. I see. Okay. Too well, that's thick. the thing now. People, the thick eyebrows I know, are but in. It's like, you know, got a chrysalis. I think I've learned something about the world, which is if the like powerful people who run your thing really like a thing, then everyone else has to pretend like they like the thing. And that's what's happening with pickleball right now is that like someone at CBS executive office is like, pickleball, it's great. And then, and I don't know why Vince McMahon works there. He can't work anywhere right now. But look at my pickleball. <laughs> right, exactly. 
I would much rather watch Pickle Rick than Pickle Ball. I am much more of a Rick and Morty guy myself. But either way, it just feels like someone there liked it, and then Stephen Colbert had to go play pickleball. Good for them. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Yeah. Bone, I saw this today. I thought of you. All right. And me. Okay. Electric shocks to the brain took away the cravings of two patients with binge eating disorders for at least six months, a small study said. Well, if, if it's two patients, I, that's pretty small, that study. <laughs> who, who commissioned this study? A creepy guy in his basement? Like, the what is this? Two patients were fitted with a brain implant to zap the part of the brain linked to cravings. They told the New York Times that after the surgery, they made better choices about food without even thinking about it. I just love how we've come full circle. We're back in the day, Jimmy Pearsall going crazy on the baseball field. He goes and gets shock therapy. That was common medical practice. Oh, you're bipolar or they called it then manic depression. Right. Right. We're going to shock you, shock your brain. And then we looked at that and said, that's pretty barbaric. We have medication now that can help with that. Now we're apparently back on shock treatment well, that's to help I'm, the fatties. That's what I'm not understanding. So, like, shock treatment of old was, like, you have a bad thought and there was a painful thing that would happen to you where you were shocked into, like, oh, don't do that because every time that happens, I get shocked, right? Almost like Pavlov's dog and the bell where, you, you know, it rings the bell, the dog salivates because you always got a treat whenever the bell rang. And that doesn't seem very good for dogs or humans. It seems bad. This, they're saying, they just, like, when they're saying they zap it, are they saying it senses when that part of the brain fires up and they just I, it, neutralize it? it? Like, it can't be. I would hope they're not just putting a thing in your head that makes you go, ow. Oh, okay, no Snickers bar for me. Like, that would be bad. I don't see how that would be any progress whatsoever. I would hope the, that's not what we're doing. Two patients, both women, 58 and 48, said they had fewer binging episodes, and the implant seems to have changed their habits for the better. Well, uh, Baldwin, for incident, for instance, says she's gotten used to swinging by a Ben and Jerry's on her way to the pharmacy. But after the device was activated, she said, I could go into the pharmacy and not even think about ice cream. That's in Now, that is interesting. If it just deletes your your cravings at all. I mean, that's also terrifying because then what else could you get deleted out of your brain that you're just you're like, exactly oh, yeah, right. I don't, I don't have any love for any humans anymore. I've just deleted that. And now I'm a killing machine. That seems to be like the downside of this technology. Uh, they say this is a uh, promising research. Okay. They don't, they don't know long-term what the well, deal is. Right. These people may stop at the Ben and Jerry's and kill the employees instead well, of eating the <laughs> ice cream. Who the hell knows? <laughs> You're out of chubby hubby. What? Well, I know this, right? Anytime we start suppressing like natural urges, there becomes a tipping point. If there's like, if there's not some way to correct the behavior in a general overall wellness sense, if you're just eliminating one piece of the puzzle and not fixing the whole something picture, else is going to something else might way break, to the surface. possibly. Right. Yeah. I, I, I understand what that, that is interesting though. I, I did not know that technology even exists. And also, now I really want Ben and Jerry's is the result of I that study for me. Jerry's. It's not on the top of mind for me just because we don't have them, like, we don't have stores around where you have it. You have, like, the grocery store that has I mean, it. Yeah, they have. No, I mean, you don't have a Ben and Jerry's, like, you don't have Dairy, Dairy Queen is a, it's a location you go to. I you see. drive past it. You, you don't, don't have not, a Ben and Jerry's store. You, you don't have a to. scoop shop. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. There you go. They used to have one by the Arena Grand. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. I, maybe it's still there. Who the hell knows? But I did some damage in that location. 
Oh. Because they would have exclusive flavors just for inside the shops. What a concept. So I would go. I would even see a movie. I would just go there, deal with the pain in the ass parking down there. Oh, you mean in the movie theater, you'd go in just for that and not just the movie. Right. Just to go get the ice cream. Wow. It wasn't in the movie theater. It was next to it. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was a big fan of the Cold Stone, that peanut butter perfection, which is, you know, I know that's different than Ben and Jerry's, but how they mix it together in front of you. If you haven't had that peanut butter perfection thing where they just take, after they mix in a bunch well, of- Do you remember the time that I went there and asked for that? That's what you asked for and they didn't have it? They didn't. Not only did they not have it, the person looked at me and said, I don't know what that is. Oh. And oh. so then I oh, pointed no. to the sign right behind them. <laughs> there was a big picture yes, of it. Yes, I remember this now. And they said, oh, I don't know how to make that. I don't have the stuff. I, so then I just walked out. Yeah, right. Because- the thing is, I mean, if you've never had that ice cream, it's chocolate ice cream. It is then Reese's peanut butter cups chopped up in it. Yes, you told me about it. That's it's why I chocolate went. chocolate sauce in it. And then at the end of it, they're like, oh, we'll throw in a giant scoop of peanut butter. I was cursing and mix you. all that together. You sent me there. Yeah. They didn't I, know what I was talking about or how to make it. It's on the sign, though. It's, it's right, there. right there. It's one of. The, I thought it was like the thing you went to Cold Stone oh, to get. I don't know how to make it. It's my first day. Was there anybody else in here? They just left you in the store on your first day. I don't understand that. I I think we should have a. If you're going to leave someone in the store for their first day, you should leave someone with them who knows how to make all this stuff. I think that would be a fair trade off. I think. Uh, my boss is taking a large crap right now. If you want to wait ten minutes, he'll be back. You know what? Suddenly I'm not in the mood for anything resembling chocolate ice cream. Thank you. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. I've got a few if you want to start oh, off. Oh, of course I do. Tipsy Waffles yep. has tweeted the program already and said, My guys, I have no idea what to ask for as a gift. Name something that you've bought for yourself and actually enjoyed. Who's buying the gift? I need more well, no, information. No, no. Tipsy Waffles is saying, I have no idea what to ask for as a gift. He, uh, this is a, this Tipsy is a person who wants for nothing. So apparently they are very tough to buy for. So they are saying, what's something that we've asked for and received as a gift that we enjoyed, or maybe we just bought for ourselves that we really liked. The Tipsy is saying, I never thought of that. Maybe I should ask for that. Mm. My answer is bourbon. Uh, I buy myself uh, you know bourbon I, and something. I enjoy bourbon quite a bit. I don't, now this is not for me. My brother-in-law is a difficult guy to buy for. He's a very nice guy, married to my sister. I enjoy him, but we don't have a ton in common. Okay. He, uh, he keeps himself in very good shape. He buys medium clothing, very put together right. all sure. the time. You know, in, in the easy holiday gift for dudes, I do this for my other brother-in-law, and I used to do it for him, is I would get him boozy stuff. You know, nice beer glasses, steins, bottle of whatever. That's an easy dude present. But my brother-in-law has since stopped drinking. Oh, And so that's off the table for me. I can't get him any boozy stuff. So I was thinking, what do I get this guy for Christmas? And I I don't know why it popped in my head. I bought him a hatchet. Okay. Okay. I said, I, I don't know. He's not really an outdoorsy guy. He may have no use for this whatsoever. But I bought him a hatchet, and I was thinking for myself, I'm, you know me, I'm the opposite of outdoorsy. Well, yeah, But I, I think aware. I would appreciate a hatchet. What? I think every dude should have a hatchet. Really? What? Axe, too much. Hatchet, I think every guy should have one. What do you, what, what, 
in your mind, what is the use that you would gain out know. of a hatchet? I, I don't. I don't. Maybe breaking down boxes. I'm sorry. Maybe instead of taking the you scissors out, you hatchet? take out a hatchet. I'm just saying for something different. You well, know, maybe you want well, to dispose of a body part. Do you someplace? Use, you use scissors to break down your boxes. Uh, by the way, that is a very dad I activity. Do, I do. A- that is very dad activity is breaking down boxes. That is one of my. I have favorite. a pair of scissors in the garage just for that purpose. I use an exacto knife. Or uh, not the exact, like the, I mean, well, actually, razor, razor blade. No, I know what you're talking they're about. They're called box cutters. That's, that's what they're called. Well, I don't I shop use that. terrorists are us. I just buy hatchets. They have them every, th- okay. I'm just saying that's what I use. But still, if you gave me a Christmas gift of just a bunch of boxes that needed to be broken down and an hour in the garage to just do that, you could give me a warehouse full of boxes to that's break down. That's soothing to you? I would do that all day. That's interesting. I would. What if I bought you a hatchet? Would you like it? See, I think I would get myself into trouble because I would start finding reasons to use it. But like, you'd like the hatchet. I don't know that I'd like Teddy, it. I'd feel obligated to use if it. If I bought you a hatchet, would you like that? I, I think I would like that. See, that's yeah. the thing. Is you don't have cool. to be an outdoorsy guy to appreciate a hatchet. Yeah. But I'm just trying. So, like, to me, a hatchet would be useful if you were trying to take down a small tree that is not requiring a saw. Right, like but you never know when you need a hatchet until you need one. I, the other problem I feel like is with this is that at some point you get bored with the hatchet and go, "Well, what can I do with this hatchet?" I really hate Bob, and then you're like, "Well, Bob's well, going to need to get the hatchet," and then suddenly you become a murderer. Like you've you've inspired murder by buying someone a hatchet. They may not have known they had it in them, and you bring it out. That's what I'd be afraid of. I don't have a lot of tools. I'm not a handy guy. But earlier in the spring, there was a stray branch on one of the trees that I wanted to get rid of. Sure. So you and, bit it off with your teeth like well, a real I'm tra- man. I'm a, how do I get this thing off? So I went and I got a little like saw and I sawed it off. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, you could, but if I had a hatchet, easy peasy. I also feel like we're underestimating the danger of hatchets. If you're not- they sell them at REI. How dangerous well, could they not, possibly they sell, be? Oh, yeah, sure. They sell backpacks at REI, too, that you can take into the woods and then die there. Like, I'm just saying, just because they sell it at REI doesn't mean it's safe. Like, it, any activity you do with it's going to lead to no breaking harm. Breaking news. Nothing safe. No, I'm just saying the hatchet, it seems like if you slip and miss with that, it Sleep. gouges into your leg. Well, that's your problem. All you right. asked me for a good gift. I gave you a good gift. What do you want? I didn't think, I didn't think well, now review the safety ratings of every gift you suggest. <laughs> I just don't know what the hatchet's useful for other than chopping wood, but like small amounts of it. Haven't you ever had something, even if, though you don't really use it, that you're just happy you have it? Uh, like, do you go to Waffle House at 2 o'clock in the morning? No. Are you happy they're open at 2 o'clock in the sure. morning? Yes, it makes you feel good but I don't, knowing that it's there. I don't own a Waffle House, though. Knowing the that you have you a hatchet what? in the house, I think will help you sleep better. Knowing that there's a bunch of hatchets at Home Depot or Lowe's, wherever you go. Makes you feel makes better, me feel doesn't better. it? Yes. Sure. That but if I don't, you but have I a hatchet, you need a hatchet, you have one. But I don't need one right now. All right, fine. That's a nice gift. I'm going to say bourbon for whatever it's worth. I have one more for you. Brett says, switch Wildcard Wednesday's sound effect to Sable's entrance music. I don't recall the former wrestler Sable's entrance music. There is a, there's a roar. Oh, yes, because she was like a cougar. Teddy, will you get the Sable entrance music? Okay. Because I, I didn't, I'm not, I don't remember this. And I'm sure there are lots of people who probably do, but there's. 
I remember. I'm guessing it. plenty who are not well, it wasn't, wrestling fans. It wasn't Sable's it. music. She wound up using it. It became her music. Oh. But it was Mark Marrow's music. Oh, that's right. Because she came out with him. Yes. And then she ended up uh, beating him up multiple times in the, well, in, in the storyline. Vince was like, whoa, who are they cheering for? Right. Not him. Mm. Look at those puppies. Yeah, Vince. Vince McMahon has, uh, unfortunately, we found it, that's all he was interested in. <laughs> what? Why was this Mark Miro's intro music, by the way? <laughs> I like it. His growling. <laughs> There's Ryan Day's bullwhip in there. <laughs> All right, thank what you, is, Ted. Again, Vince McMahon, came, I, I want people to understand, Vince McMahon came up with all of this. Like, they wow. would, well, I'm saying he would say, get me some music. And then the guy who was like with the keyboard would be like, how about this? And he'd play a little flourish and be like, no, I need it to be more plumbery. And then they'd be like, I like a plumber? Yeah. And then they'd be like, how about this? And he'd be like, that's it. And that's what Vince McMahon would do. So what was the motivation to make that for a guy whose, I guess, main thing was, I'm a boxer who's now a wrestler. I don't know. Such Who a knows? weird. What an idiot. We're not going to change it to that. What an idiot. No, no, no. Thank you, Brett, though, for the suggestion, because that was good. Uh, Buckeye's getting ready for Maryland on Saturday, 3.30 kick time. Playoff rankings were released last night. Top five unchanged. Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, Tennessee five. LSU is up a spot to six. USC is up a spot to seven. Alabama's up a spot to eight. Clemson up a spot to nine. Utah up three spots to ten. Surprised that we have no changes in the top five? I'm not. No, I'm not really either. I think that makes sense for the most part. Um, overall, I mean, I, I, I'm I, fine with this as it is right now. I think it still kind of stands where we've been saying. I'm, I'm mostly wondering what they're going to do if Tennessee has a loss and that's it and they win out their final two games, which they should, and then if Georgia – Smokes LSU, which I hope happens. Although it'd be fun if LSU if LSU with two losses wins the SEC and then they have to figure out what to do there. I just I feel like if LSU I'm rooting for chaos. No, well here's the problem with chaos. If LSU somehow wins against Georgia, they're not going to leave Georgia out. They very well may put LSU back in. And then I, no, and then I, the cause they here. won the sec. They're going to say they won the, the sec. I, I agree with you, but they're going to say they won the you know sec. What? I don't care. Put them in. Cause I think they suck. Put them in. I know. But then if Buckeyes Ohio- will have the one seed, you play LSU. Well, Let's go. if Ohio state can beat Michigan, I'm not discussing this with you. All right. <laughs> what do you mean? Not I mean discussing I'm not discussing it. it with you. This is not a possibility. I got the stupid poll question today. Dick Masher Ford fan poll. Do you believe next week's game against Michigan is a de facto elimination game for the playoffs? Why are we? What do you mean? What, what are you mad about? That's a legitimate question. No, it's not. I don't want to talk about what happened. See, the stutter is coming back. <laughs> We're getting closer to this game now. We're getting closer and I'm losing my mind. I see. Okay. I don't want you to don't talk want to... about alternatives if you lose. No, I, I don't want I to know. talk about I it. I know. I agree. That's what losers talk about. And if it happens, God, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I will admit, though, we are losers who work on a sports station. That's what we have. That's what we talk about. It's no, like, what I don't ifs? do anything. It's we'll Wild Card Wednesday. I don't... Okay. I, I can play fine. wrestling music all day if I want to. <laughs> I hope you do. 
But that, all right, fine. I respect your decision to not acknowledge the possibility, the very real possibility that Ohio State loses this game. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Sorry. <laughs> this sounds like every healthy conversation a man has had for the last hundred years. Nope. I didn't. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Mike, we are within a week of the start of the World Cup. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to do some World Cup trivia. Go Italy. Not in it. They did not, not make it. Not in it. They didn't make it. A... And you know, it's funny. So Beam and I do Bone and Beam United. Brandon Beam, host of Morning Juice. You should listen to that every morning on the fan. If you like soccer, Bone and Beam United, the podcast to check out. We have World Cup previews all this week. They're all there. We have more coming out Thursday. Right, come on, let's get to it. What are we doing? Beam and I were recording our World Cup like finals preview and giving our predictions and all that stuff today. And before we got in there, as we were talking, I said something about Italy and he goes, yeah, man, I can't believe they missed the tournament. I'm like, well, that's two in a row for them. And he goes, wait, what? And I said, yeah, remember? And we had to go back and double check. We weren't wrong, but yeah, I mean, they missed it four years ago. When I, the US didn't, did. I didn't remember that. They missed it when the U S did the Netherlands missed it that year. Like these are big time countries that usually do fine in the world cup. They all three of them missed it. Netherlands, U.S. back in it now. Italy's still out. I in would, all seriousness, who are you taking? Who's winning um, it all? I have... Because I got a team. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. I will. Well, I'll, go ahead, and I'll tell you mine. Argentina. That's a good pick. That's my team. Argentina. This will be the final year for Lionel Messi. To try to win one with Argentina. He's never won a World Cup with Argentina. Okay. Uh, my pick is Brazil. All right, so we're on the same continent. Yeah, we're on the same continent. That's yeah. right. So... Spoiler alert there if you want to go listen to the podcast. Teddy, there's other things taking? we talked about. Got a team I Ted? have Argentina. Uh, Bone has Brazil. Who are you taking, Teddy? Panama. Not not, not in, in it. Not in it. Um, how about Germany? Germany's a good pick. They got rid of the guy who used to pick his nose and stick his hand up his ass during the games. Oh, you remember that guy? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. You go look up Joachim Lowe, their coach that they had the last few times. They won a World Cup with this guy, but no joke. Let him live. He would stand there with his finger in his nose. And then he would, like, wipe his nose and then wipe his hand. You win the World Cup. You could do whatever you want. He would stick his pants, like, he, you know, like how some coaches will stand there and they'll have their hands in their pockets. He would stick his hand inside the front of his pants. And then give it a whiff. And then pull it up to the nose. <laughs> and then put it in the back of his pants. Well, he's... And then put it back up to the nose. Hey. And then he'd, like, pick let's something. Let's not ask how genius operates here, all right? Yeah. That's how he's reading the tea leaves. Reportedly, Bob Costas got his viral pink eye from shaking hands with Joachim Lowe. Not true, but I just thought that would be fun if that was true. Oh, I wish there, there probably is some sort of soccer equivalent of Bob Costas giving a breathy commentary on that guy smelling his under. No. They tried, they tried, they always try to ignore it. Like sometimes the announcers would <laughs> Why? say like, just jump into it embrace well, it. I mean, it's kind of uncomfortable with a man. It was like a nervous tick where there he, just... he is sniffing his crotch. <laughs> but I mean, he, no joke. It was obvious that he had his hand in his pants and then he would pull it out and like touch his nose instantly and then scratch the side of his face. And then he'd give a little whiff. You could tell it was a whiff because he would do the like. I'm just scratching my Can nose. Can you thing. imagine what he does in private? No, I didn't even like. Wanna... If that's what he does in public, yeah. Imagine what he does in private. It's just again, he sticks it all the way up there, <laughs> all the way. Sure. Well, whatever you do in private is none of my business. I love out... this episode of Friends. And then he just <laughs> all the way up the turkey glove. 
German saying nice things. Steve Carell. Is that yes. what I just heard? Yes. That was very good. Yeah, I just, I know that. I love the Chandler Bing. Right. <laughs> I, I know that I would be too distracted if my boss, whether it be on a soccer field or anywhere, that was all he was doing was sticking his hand in his pants, then sniffing it and then touching his nose and then sticking it back in his pants. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to watch the game. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Are we not addressing this? How's that guy pep you up for a big game? It's like, guys, let me tell you something right now. And you're like, oh, God, maybe where it's was one that? Of those, look, maybe we were, we're looking. We're not looking at the easiest explanation. Which You is, said this guy won a World Cup, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Maybe the way to get his team motivated, what's the secret? How do you get out there and have your guys play with their hair on fire? Maybe all week long he's saying to these guys in practice, listen to me. If I don't think you're out there doing what you're supposed to be doing, if you're not playing like it's the last game of your life, I'm going to make you smell my fingers. <laughs> I'm going to hold you down, mm. and I'm going to put my Famunga cheese fingers mm-hmm. in your m- mouth and nose. <laughs> that's the f- And that's all the motivation they need. Yeah, maybe so. It's like Mike Leach locking kids in sheds. Maybe so. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was a good manager. He, if you don't remember this, Brazil hosted the World Cup in 2014 and they met with Germany in like a semifinal game and Brazil was like, oh, there you go. Brazil going to show the world they're coming back. This is in in their home turf, man. It was a big game and they lost seven to one to Germany. And it was this, it was the hand sniffer who did it. (laughs) It was hand sniffer who came out and was like, I will show you whose home this is. And then he sniffed his hand, stuck it back in his pants. They scored seven goals. Everybody was like, this is awesome. Well, like, uh, like prosciutto. You ever have prosciutto? Yeah. Italian cured ham. Yeah. right? Right. The way they test it is they have, uh, a sharp bone. I forget which animal it comes from, but obviously presumably this, not a pig. Th- that I couldn't tell you. Well, I mean, maybe they just took a bone from the pig to do the pig hand. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what? sharp bone, sharp bone, and they go where they have all these hams hanging and aging, and they will puncture the ham. And sn- professional sniffers will oh. come and sniff because they can't cut it open to see if it's done. Because that ruins it. Oh, right. right. So they puncture it and then they sniff because they can tell by they the smell. Sniff the bone. All right, this one is ready. This one is ready to go. Right. Maybe that's what he does. Maybe. Where he's. Maybe, ah, yeah. Man. Time for a substitution. <laughs> I'm I'm at that point in the game. You can tell by like his own yes. body odor that like it's been 70 minutes now. It started to turn down there. They're like, coach, we have a clock. You can just look at the clock. No. He's like, no, 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 no. I got to do it for amateurs. Maybe he can tell time just by smelling in general. Maybe- I smell the chode and it tells me. <laughs> it tells me how much stoppage time we're going to have. Chode <laughs> sniffing. Yeah. Sniffing the bone and chode sniffing. Right here on the fan. My brain is working now, so I have to ask you this question. Okay. I've always wondered what the second most understood word in the world is. Because number one is no. Pretty much every language has no. Mm -hmm. Okay? Right. You think number two is poo-poo? Like if you go up to somebody in Mongolia. Right. And you just go up to them and say, all you say is poo-poo? Do you think they'll point you towards... The bathroom. I don't think I think I think you're on to something there that that has got to be more universal than we think. But I don't know if it's number two. Well, what do you think is number two? 
If like no's I, number one. I know what you're saying. Poo-poo is number two. No, that's but I not mean, what I mean. It's not number two, but you get what I'm What saying. do you think is the second most understood word in the world? I mean, is it possible that okay? Maybe. That's, that's a good choice. Like, wouldn't okay? Like, I think a lot of places, if you go, okay, if you just do that, or if, if someone's, like, showing you how much money something costs and you speak no other part of the language, you go, Okay. Okay. Yeah, that may they be would, it. They would say, okay, I we think, agree. I think poo-poo's in the top five, though. Poo-poo probably is. There are or poo. I don't think poo would do it. You I don't think, think you, poo? I think you have to have poo-poo. Poo-poo. Okay. Poo-poo. Mm. Or, or is it pee-pee? Or do you think pee-pee <laughs> is both, more recognizable well, both, than poo-poo? They're both top ten. Also, there are lots of hand gestures that get you really no, far. No, I'm not talking about hand gestures. I know, but I'm saying, like, yeah. there's. I'm just saying there's, like, a... A tire swing on one hand yes, and a solo digit on the other. And for you instance, put those two together, things, people know what you mean. Things we think are acceptable, like instead of okay, you give a thumbs up. In some cultures, that's like giving the finger. Oh, thumbs up is thumbs bad, Thumbs up right. is bad. Well, I know the peace sign is bad. When you flip that around, people do that a lot of times. Yes. That's like a middle finger. Yeah. Right. Um, this is what consumes my thoughts all day. Common Man and T-Bone. Catch the live experience weekdays from 3 to 6 and listen on demand at 971thefan.com. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.